Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second installment of Autoflower 101, taught by the one and only at Firebutts 101, and hosted by yours truly, Jesse B of The Autoflower Show, brought to you in part by Dino Myco and TMB Naturals. I would first like to send a huge shout out to the sponsors that have made this class possible, at Dino Myco, at TMB underscore naturals, at Future Harvest Development, at Trimbag, at Honor Cannabis, at Firebuds Genetics, at FGI underscore lighting, and at Microbial Mass. And that's microbial with two eyes, everybody. And a special thanks goes to at Miss Firebuds for organizing the wheel of names for the weekly giveaways. Secondly, I would like to thank you, the audience. Each and every one of you make organizing, teaching, and hosting this class worth every second. If you like the class and the rest of my content, or you're simply interested in using some of the same products that I do, I invite you to support the show via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. There's two options for subscription. The first is a support tier. At $5 a month, you can help keep the show and its content flowing. The second tier is $20 a month, but it comes with perks and bonus content, as well as annual incentives from TMB Naturals, Microbial Mass, and Firebuds Genetics. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. Now, without further ado, let's get settled into our seats because class is about to commence. Yo, what is up, everybody? How's it going? Boom, just gonna send out some invites. How's everybody doing? So today, I know you people are rolling in, we'll go over it again, but today we're just gonna have like uh, questions from the audience class. Just, uh, we'll go over some stuff with Firebuds quick, but um pretty much just thinking we're gonna hear what you guys have to ask if anybody's looking to get some answers um yeah might be a short one today might not who knows maybe you guys got a million questions but uh yeah how's it going happy wednesday boom boom just getting out invites guys send out some invites to your friends Let's get these numbers up. Next week we got uh, we got FGI lighting coming in. Talk about these two lights, and also just dispel some myths about the industry. Boom! Sent some shit out. Bam! Except fireball. Did that not work? Except. Yeah, hey, there we go. What's up, man? What's popping? Uh, not much. Just. Out here in the hotel room. Yeah, living that, living the life. <laughs> living that hotel life. Yeah, you got called out to work. To yeah. This week, right? Yeah, we got called up. Mission top secret, destination unknown type shit. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's kind of cool, though. <laughs> yeah, that's how so, it goes sometimes. Yeah, so first and foremost, um, I just wanted to go over what's going on here in my tent. I got that 4x8 Gorilla Grow tent set up. And uh, it's empty right now. I got a buddy who's bringing over some females in a, on the weekend. But uh, Bachelor party or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I wanted to show you this thing. I don't know if you've seen it yet. But it's called the Niwa, N-I-W-A. Now, this thing is dope as fuck. It's running my lights, running my humidity, it's running my AC, and it's running my DHU. And I've been, like, letting this whole thing go off. Right now, I I turned everything off, but I bought the lights so we could see. But, um... Man, it's been monitoring my environment very, very uh, stably. It's really interesting to see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's dope as fuck. I will sing songs about this thing. It's fucking, it's cool. And it, it's it's much cooler than the, 
the Inkbird ones, and <clears throat> it's Wi-Fi, so you don't need to be close to it, right? Right. <clears throat> it's not just Bluetooth. But so is it? Be, oh, go ahead. So can you be like at work and monitor stuff? Is it like yes. nice? Yes, and I mean technically you could be at work and change things too. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So like, so like, say your building is is, well, I mean, I guess technically you wouldn't need to, but whatever. Yeah, if you decided, hey, you know what, I turned my lights up too much, and now you're at work, you could turn them back right. again. Cool. Yeah. So, um, Miss Firebuds is in here, and okay. uh, so let's add her on because she's got one of the jars and uh it's got some bevito packs bevito packs in it and uh i told everybody last week that i would just kind of go over the curing method and what it looks like and how i do it and uh so if you want to send her uh yeah. an invite and bring her on she can show everybody it actually basically. won't let me so she's gonna have to ah uh, go there we go she she sent one there we go bam Right. It wouldn't let me do it from any way. Like, I tried it three huh. different ways. Yeah, two different ways. Jeff, there we go. Here it is. Yeah. How's it Hello, Miss Firebuds. So, in that jar is some of the, uh, the 420 Fast Buds Blackberry Auto that we grew in the class. And inside the jar is... That's a, that's a, that, that big, that's one of the big mason jars right there. So that one holds, will hold about three ounces in that jar. Um, and what I do is I throw in two of the small Bovita packs after I'm done drying and, and trimming. I throw everything into the jar with two of the small Bovita packs right there, the 62s. And that, like that right there, you can throw the top on that jar. And you won't have to pop the lid on that jar at all. Uh, you know, for 10 days, you can get a 10-day cure. Um, you know, that's that's generally like minimum cure time for that I go with as far as smokable, you know what I'm saying, or, or wanting to even smoke it, is 10 days minimum. So... So yeah, and so I don't even I don't even pop the lid on that thing. I mean, I'll I'll do it just to just to smell it. You know what I'm saying? Because I like to smell it. But um, with those Bavita packs, you don't even have to pop the lid on the jars. Yeah, like you're not you don't have to burp it. Yeah, you don't have to burp it. And so that's that's how I cure everything. I've been curing everything that way for about well two years now. Or that's that's how I cured when I won the cup with the Blackberry Auto. Um, that's how I cured. You only had like a ten day cure on that. Day. Yeah, I only had a ten day cure on it um, when I submitted it to the judges. So, so hey, before we go any farther, I just want to give a shout to the sponsors. <clears throat> First and foremost, we got TMB underscore Naturals and Dino Myco. and then we've got uh, Future Harvest Development, Trim Bag, Honor Cannabis. Firebuds Genetics, Mim Hort, FGI underscore lighting, and Gorilla Grow Tent. Now, um, on that note, next week we have FGI lighting coming into class to uh, talk to us about lights and also just the industry in, it, in itself. I know there's, uh, he was talking to me about it, and there's a big shift happening in the lighting industry uh, on the like shipping and receiving end where a lot of lights might. Um, become scarce right now we've enjoyed a long longer period of mass availability and decent price tags and that i by somebody in the industry that's soon to change i guess so he wants to come talk about that hmm. Mm -hmm. well, that'd be interesting yeah yeah because that, that new that new postmaster he sees jack all kinds of shit up <laughs> that's right and that? there, there's there's more than it too because it's like oh that's more like than that. <clears throat> it's like um has to do with uh even like a shortage of diodes and then all the shipping 
like line or the, the shipping the whole way down the line from shipping the dials oh, wow. to all the all the pieces to make the lights and then after the lights are made actually getting them to the states and just COVID's kind of put a put like a, put so much stress on it that they've tried to power through but right away we're about to see this huge like halt because everything is backing up far too much now i guess i don't know that's that's that's, that's what i understood and I'm, he's going to come and talk about things like that so hmm. yeah it's okay. be an interesting talk, but we're also going to talk about these lights that we've got hung up here so uh the fbi uniform pro flex this light is in the grand prize, and this is his other light, which is the 640 Uniformity Pro. Okay. And uh, I know you've got FGI lighting. How are you enjoying it? Oh, I love them, dude. They're badass. Now, are you growing any autos with them? Or what are you growing with them right now? Yeah, I've got, I've got them over autos right now. Uh, Autos and then uh, I've got some some photos that are that are just sitting in the auto room for right now. Word. And um, just for everybody out there, if you guys want to um, start throwing any questions you have about anything to do with growing auto flowers or where you're at now um, or about the class, throw them in the question mark there, and we'll get to them. <clears throat> Now, um, yeah. Is there hold, hold on, real quick, Jesse. Yes. Hey, Miss Firebutts, can you exit out? You are echoing like really, really bad. Boom. There we go. Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's better. It's still kind of echoing, but it was like a double echo. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, is there anything else about the cure that you want to cover? Um, anything you want to tell anybody that's, who might just remind? That's pretty much the the my curing process. Um, before like if you're not if you're not doing the the bovita pack thing, and you want to do it old school methods, um, you can burp your jars three times a day. Um, you'll. And talk what does that mean when you say burp so, the jar? So the uh, the what's it called? Um, uh, trying to remember the name of it. Anyways, it's like a the, gas the, exchange, right? Yeah, it's it's the green in your leaves, basically. What's the it called? The uh, chlorophyll. Yeah, thank you. Um, so your your plant's going through a change after it dries. You know, it's still getting rid of the chlorophyll and the gases and all that stuff. Um, and so when you burp your jar, you're letting out. You're letting out the gas, also um, unnecessary moisture. Um, you're you're letting that as out as well. It's falling out of the jar, and you're gonna do that probably about three times a day. What 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 my practice was when I had when I was doing like pounds and pounds and pounds and had it all in jars. I was going through. I was popping the tops on the jars, um, depending on the denseness of the bud. Um, I would I would actually dump the jar out and let the bud breathe for for about ten minutes. Throw it all back in the jar, and then um, I do that like three times a day. And uh, then I found the Bovita Pack method, and I've never gone back to the old school method since then. Now, as far as um, you're saying, crack the lid. Sometimes you'll dump them out. But yeah, depending on the denseness. Um, for about ten minutes. Okay. Um, so yeah, about ten minutes. It and closing it. Yeah, so I'm taking the lid completely off. Like I said, sometimes dumping the buds out, letting them, letting them actually air out, if depending on the denseness of it. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, after ten minutes, throw everything back in the jar, seal it back up, throw it back in the room. Um, I usually do it. Would keep my uh, jars in a dark room. Um, when I'm curing and, um, that's, that's the way it is. That's the way I do. And, you know, you don't want to be in a hot room, you know, you don't, you want to be, you know, like at, at room temperature or, or 70 to 74 degrees, you know, and, um, just roll with it like that. Word. Word. But uh, the biggest thing about curing is, is you have to be dried properly All prior way. to curing. 
you need to be dried out to about 11%. 11% before you, you know, the moisture of the bud. And you can get a moisture detector from Home Depot. They're pretty inexpensive there. So um, it's, the one, it's the one they use for um, like drywall, testing drywall, the moisture in drywall. And um, it has two little prongs on it. The prongs right into the bud. It tell you the moisture content. And so try to keep it at around 11% before you throw it in a jar. If you throw your buds in a jar too wet, they might smell, they might smell gas, you know, before you, th before you put them in a jar. But if they're too wet and you throw them in a jar, you're going to get that hay smell. It's going to smell mildewy, moldy smelling. It's going to smell like wet hay. And then you just ruined everything that you worked so hard for, you know, so. Make sure you're dried out properly before you put them in the jar. Word. And, yo, so someone in the comment, Faux Vapor, um, he brings this up uh, more. He's, he's brought this up more than once. I'm trying, and I've, I've come to a uh, solution. So this is actually really exciting that he brings it up today. He says, hey, I want to remind you to upload some more episodes to the podcast slash Spotify. So... <clears throat> For the longest time, I had this app that allowed me to take these live videos and essentially extract, extract the video off of Instagram and, and put it into, uh, onto my computer. And then from there, I could edit out these episodes. Now, that app got whatever terminated for some reason. It no longer uh, even opens up. And... Uh, and I haven't been able to figure out a new way to get these videos off of Instagram. I did briefly, and then the exact same thing happened. It was like their second version of the app, and then it died again. And so um, I have actually found somebody local to me who is an audio engineer and is actually looking into figuring out ways to do this. And he's he's saying he might have a solution. So just so you know, Faux Vapor, all of these classes will be released, and they will be released as soon as possible. I'm working on it. Um, yeah, so I, I actually have somebody who is in that space a lot more than I am working on a solution for us. So thank you guys so much for your patience. I know it's been kind of frustrating. You have to be here live right now to be able to give the information. You can't listen to it again while you're at work or whatever without chewing your data and watching it on Instagram or something. So I get it. I'm working my hardest on it. Um, yeah, so I appreciate you guys' support and like showing up for class and all that stuff. And I promise you the episodes will be out. And as soon as we figure it out, we'll start rolling them out as, as quick as possible. So thank you so much for your understanding, everybody. Yeah, and somebody is asking again about, uh, about testing the, you know, the dryness, the moisture content of the buds before, before drying. So, yes, uh, you'll stick the two prongs in, into the bud, all right, into the side of the bud. I usually try to pick my densest buds. Because those are the ones that are going to be holding the moist, the most moisture, and uh, so I, I check those. And and you want to check at least you know like twenty five percent of what you got. You know what I'm saying would be a good would be a good number. You know, but but pick up and, and check the densest ones, and um, you you can't go wrong there. That's a nice that looking bud. That's the buttermilk biscuits that I grew. Oh, nice. Yeah, just a shaggy trim on it because it was all for me. And I trim for fucking work, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question about that. So this is where I'm finding confusion. So um, you said when you when you get that, that hydrometer or whatever, that two-pronged uh, dealio that you're putting in the bud, you want 11% reading. But then that bevita that you're putting in the jar says 62%. So what does that mean? Right. So you're that's okay. So the Bavita pack, right? It, it doesn't allow too much moisture. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is if you test your buds, right, before you put them in, if your buds are at 62% when you put them in the jar, okay, and you shut the jar on top, if you've got the Bavita packs, the Bavita packs is going to manage the humidity in that jar right it's not going to let it get too humid it's not going to let it get you know you see what i'm saying it's a two-way it, it either dry it's either going to dry the bud out to where it needs to be or it's going to add humidity uh so just, to allow the bud to be where it needs to be at right but if you yeah. put if you put the buds in there and they're at you know 62 percent moisture 
right? That's you know, that's wet. yeah, that's that's way too wet. Okay. So where the confusion is is what what the Pavita pack is doing is pre making the environment within the jar right. no more or no less than sixty two percent. Yeah. And, if you uh, and, but your buds aren't going in at sixty two percent; they're going in at the eleven that you're talking. Exactly, about. and then the Bovita okay. pack's going to give it the moisture it needs if it needs it. If not, it, it's going to take it away. Um, and if you don't have Bovita packs and you throw buds in a jar and they're at sixty two percent moisture, you're, you're guaranteed you're going to be screwed if you don't have Bovita packs in there. So yeah, they're just going to be rotten. Yeah. Quick too. Wet bud, I used a half crusty one, very dry, can handle the clay humidity stone overnight. Anyways, um, okay, so let's get to uh, some of these questions that have rolled in from the audience. Guys, there's a question mark down in the bottom if you want to throw any questions you have in there. Uh, I'd really like to get a bunch of them in so we can eat up some time doing that. Because, uh, yeah, we're both harvested and Firebuds is out of town, so... Hey guys, today I'd like to give a shout out to one of our titled sponsors, at TMV underscore naturals, mostly known for their CO2 generator called the Enhancer. The Enhancer is the highest performing natural CO2 generator on the market today, so it's perfect for any indoor garden or grow room. They also have refill packs available for the Enhancer at approximately half the price, so you can refill the original bottle to save money. Recently, their new granular pH up and down is getting great feedback in the market. I've used it myself and I truly love it. I suggest you try it for yourself. Cheers, guys. Um, but yeah, so first one's from the Beer Garden 420. So we dry to 11% and then have the Bavita packs raise the humidity back up. So um, yeah, if you could just go yes. over that whole thing again, that'd be great. So you're not raising the bud of the, or the, the you're not raising the humidity in the bud. You're just maintaining a 62% humidity within the in, jar. Within the jar, the environment. And yes, your your buds will uh, soak up some of the moisture, but it's it's going to be at a, a moisture that's controlled by the Bovita pack. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's that's why I love the Bovita packs, because it, it does everything. It, it does the job mm -hmm. for you. That way you're not having to pop tops on jars. And, uh, you know, because like, especially if you got pounds and pounds and pounds in jars, or if you got them in totes, I know people that, that use Bovita packs in totes when they're curing. Um, and this is commercial grows. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so the Bovita pack maintains the environment within, within the jar. It's like, it's like cigars and humidors. It's the same thing. You're, you're making sure that that, that cigar doesn't dry out too much. Right. And, yeah. and it's, it's the same same concept. Now, is there too is there such thing as too big of a Bavita pack for the container? Like, um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Like, like I do. I just I just deal with jars. Like I don't I don't deal with totes or anything like that. Yeah. So, so people the, the, who might have a big ass peanut butter jar that fits like a half pound in it, <laughs> and they throw in they throw in you know two of those four hundred gram Bavita packs. Is that too right. far? Can you go too well, far? It's it's not gonna it's not gonna let it. You, you know what I'm saying? It, it controls itself, right? So it's not gonna let it go over, and it's not gonna let it go under, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, you'd just be wasting your money at that point, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So say you had that big ass jar, and you threw only had two hundred grams to put in it, but you threw in the four hundred gram pack because it was the only pack you had. And yeah, so you can't go too far. You're saying, yeah, because it, it it's it's only going to go up. The humidity is only going to go up so high. You know what I'm saying? It's only going to go sixty two percent, regardless. You know, so you're just wasting. Somebody just asked wasting me that question just yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I don't think so, but I don't really know. Um. Okay, so here's a question from Smoky Mountain Bear 420. He says, "How long are you drying before you put the manicured buds into the jar?" So typically, I like to do between ten and fourteen, ten and fourteen days of dry time, is is what I like to shoot for. Now, will so, that vary due to crop size? It do it vary due to bud density, you know. So. You know, some buds aren't as dense, some buds aren't as big as others. So it just depends on it just depends on your uh, your your cultivar, you know. Yep. 
Okay. So we have one more question left. If anybody has any questions, pop them down in that question mark down below. Um, oh yeah, we got a bunch more that just rolled in. Okay, so <clears throat> does anybody have any experience with the Grove bag? I do not. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played around with the Grove bags yet, so I, I can't speak on those. I've, I've heard. Of, I've heard of some people use them. Some people like them. Uh, I haven't played with them yet, though. I haven't played with them simply because they haven't been in front of me to play with. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's not that I'm not interested or whatever. I just haven't like dug into it. Haven't bought anything online. Maybe if I saw them at like my local grocery store, I might try them. But I haven't at all. And just to go back to the drying methods, yeah, I shoot for 10 to 14 days. But, um, like, if at – that's why I won't say 14 days minimum or 10 days minimum. You know, like, once the smallest stems on, on that branch snap, that's that's when my stuff is going. That's when my stuff is coming down. And because I control my environment when I dry um, – I can get that 10 days. I know I'm going to get that 10 days. And if it's really, really dense buds, I know I'm going to get a little more than 10 days. But, you know, make sure you a good method is to see if you're dry enough is if the smallest stems will snap. I mean, snap clean. You know, not bend and then snap, just snap clean. And you're doing like a, are you doing a quick pull to snap it, or are you are you pushing no, it lightly to see if it's? I mean, you're just you're just taking like like if you're gonna take a a twig and snap it in half. Yeah. You know, just like that. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. gonna take a toothpick and snap it in half, just like that. Because I know yeah. that, like, as humans, there's a, like if we want something to snap, we can probably make it snap if we go like bam, and quickly push it, and it's like, oh yeah, that snaps, but it might not be quite ready, right? Or what you're right. saying is just snap it, try and try and break yeah. it off. Don't don't try and like quickly rip it off because it might snap when even though it's not ready. Yes, eight hundred two genetics. That's what I was talking about earlier. Is a digital moisture meter, eleven percent. If you got a digital moisture meter, you can get them cheap at Home Depot. If you've got one, shoot for eleven percent on 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 the moisture in your buds. Okay, so. Here's a question from Lab Rablins. Is there a trick to rehydrating Bavita packs? Yes, there is. Just soak them in water for a while? No. So what I do to reanimate or rehydrate my Bavitas is I take wet paper towel and I wrap it around it and I put it in a Ziploc bag and, and I just let it sit like that until all of the inside is um, like liquidy again. It's like a like an ice pack again, right? Like a deep frosted ice pack and um none of the like outside of the pack gets deteriorated eventually it will of course but you do that once or twice you can actually get a few more uses out of them mm. but it's yeah i've never even bothered with it they're cheap they're really cheap and they last for a long time if you keep them in jars when you're done with them yeah i do yeah so you don't it's only if you like fucking forget one in a box or something in a closet and then it dries out and you're like oh shit i need this it's right here yeah and, but, and the best way to store them the best way to store them is is take a take them and if you got a vacuum seal or vacuum seal or put Fucking it in a ziploc man. bag and and you know press all the air out of the ziploc bag and then throw it in a jar on top of that and then they they'll stay nice for a long time like that okay so um old dab king wants to know would you press any of the bud from this run into flower rosin? Oh yeah, definitely. The the blackberry that's that's in the jars right now, that stuff is is just trichome coated and and uh, I know if I press it like I've pressed it, I've pressed the blackberry before and it presses really nice. So well, maybe we can do a press sometime with it. Maybe you're into that. Who knows? We'll talk about that. But I yeah. personally froze all mine fresh to wash it into hash and then press that. And I have not had the time to go wash it yet. So mm -hmm. shit's crazy. I haven't told anybody on Instagram this yet, but on Friday, Megan and I are like on the feed itself. I've told some friends in the DMs, but on Friday, Megan and I are getting a puppy. <laughs> 
super excited. Can I put stuff on the screen still? I thought I could at one point. I can't. Anyways, next question. Um, any brands or features to look for, uh, for in a moisture meter? Sorry. So is there any brands out there or like specific features that they come with that you're looking for in this moisture meter? Um, the one from Home Depot, I don't remember the name of the brand. I don't have it right in front of me, but that one, it's a digital moisture meter. works great. Um, a lot of contractors will use them, you know, to check like for moisture and drywall. Like if, if there's been a leak in a roof and stuff like that, they'll check ceilings. Um, it's just a two prong, two prong moisture uh, detector. Nice. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the, basically the screen's going to just tell you the, the yeah. percentage, right? So, okay. Yeah. So, um, Napier eight one five zero wants to know what percent should the bud be, or should should the hydrometer read when the bud is at the optimum curing? Uh, hopefully, I worded that right. So you've said it many times, but just to reiterate, eleven percent is what you're shooting for. So he's talking about a hygrometer in a jar, is what I believe he's talking about when he's talking about curing, like for drying the. You know, the moisture percentage should be 11% before you throw it in a jar. But in the jar, um, that's why I use the Bavita packs is to, to maintain that 62. Yeah. I, see. I see. So he wasn't asking about the bud. He's asking about the environment in the jar. Okay, dope. And then um, oh, I thought we had one more question. I think somebody asked what kind of toad grows asked what kind of puppy. Um, it's uh she's a little dashhound little dashhound same as my my current dog rufio is uh dashhound yorkie they're both mini dashhounds dashhound dashhound yeah dashhound it's like dat datsund d a d a c h s h u n d ridiculous germans you're german are you you lived in Germany, didn't you? Yeah, for three years. Very cool. For okay, three so years. We are out of questions. Um, if we want to, oh, another one has popped in. If anybody else has any more, just before we, we call her on that. What are your average yields now with auto, auto flowers compared to uh, at first? Uh, compared to at first? Um, ah. I say before, when I, like my first autos I started growing, um, I was getting maybe one to two zips off of. And now, depending on the cultivar and what size pot, you know, I can get all, you know, up to like six to eight, you know what I'm saying? So, and then I've, you know, me, me, that's me personally. Um, but you know, I've seen other people growing in DWC, and that's why there's a lot of growers that, that grow autos are switching over to DWC because they're getting, you know, three quarters of a of a pea and more, you know, off of one auto. So, that's you know, amazing. it's like I said, it it just depends on, on the cultivar, on how you're growing, what kind of media you're growing in. So, I, on those blackberries... Uh, I mean, I weighed them wet because they're all fresh, right? Fresh frozen, but I got 600 grams off of one of them wet, which would translate to about a quarter pound dry. So that's, I thought I did pretty good on those as far as girth size. And like my first auto grow, you know, um, back then, auto flower strains cultivars weren't as advanced as they are now you know there's a lot a lot more has gone into making auto flowers bigger better and so a lot of things have changed since when i first started growing so that a lot science contributes to a lot of why yields are are bigger now you know 
And then a lot of people, you know, just knowledge that's out there. Um, I've gotten so much more knowledge on how to grow them and how to grow them bigger and everything like that. So it's been a lot, a lot has changed, you know, it's been a lot of discoveries and a lot of, you know, just a lot of, uh, new things and, 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 and There's as far a lot as you said about genetics too, yeah, genetics, you know, genetics is, is key. So, um, so proud. There's a lot of a lot of variables, 100. percent um, Prowl yeah. brings up an interesting uh, new topic, but an interesting one. At that, um, he says his biggest issue is correcting deficiencies quick enough. Do you have any tips? Now, let me throw that on the screen here. Yeah. So as far as correcting deficiencies quick enough, like autos will tell you really, really fast, and 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 you're right about that. Um, they tend to react a lot faster than, uh, photo period plants as far as, you know, how, how they stress and everything. Um, so it's, it's really like, once you start seeing a deficiency, do everything you can to try to correct it, but make sure you diagnose properly because a lot of people, um, you know, just over overwatering and and underwatering can cause fan leaves to present uh, what looks to be you know other deficiencies, but it's not. It's really that you underwatered, you let the plant dry out too much, or you've overwatered, and um, and it's creating issues within the plant. And then so if you misdiagnose, right? So say you, you let your plants dry out too much, right? And they, the leaves start spotting. They start doing this. They start doing that. They start looking like a CalMag deficiency or they start looking like a phosphorus or, or a, um, a zinc deficiency or potassium deficiency because you let it over, you know, you let them dry out too much. Um, and then you start treating for those deficiencies, right? Say you start treating for a potassium deficiency or, or a phosphorus deficiency when all it really was is the plant got too dry. You start treating for that deficiency and then you just you just threw everything into a whole nother realm of creating another issue. You're, you're giving the plant too much nutrients at that point, right? Because you started, you, it was misdiagnosed. And then, and then what a lot of people, it just becomes an endless cycle because it wasn't diagnosed properly the first time, right? So now you're recovering from what was just underwatering or overwatering and you're recovering from overfeeding, right? With nutrients. And, uh, and so it just becomes a vicious cycle. And that's what a lot of people runs into. So, so just make sure you, you know what deficiency you actually have before you start treating. Yeah, for sure. And I always say, um, look at the simplest solutions first. Yes. And that's what I, that's like one of the first things I ask people is that any time did you overwater or underwater the plant? And because if you overwater, your your fan leaves will present deficiencies up to weeks after you overwatered. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, first they'll get all wilty and, and weird looking and then they'll go into this phase where they start spotting and it's basically leaf is the leaf, the fan leaf is dying, right? And then you're in week two. And the fan leaf's dying off, and you're like, what's going on? Well, did you over, ever overwater? You know, that's the first thing I ask. And then the next thing is, did you underwater? Because if you underwater, what does the plant do? It's sucking all the nutrients and moisture from those fan leaves to try to keep those colas alive. And it, it you know, it, it starts to look like you're not feeding enough or, or, you know, and a bunch of different other things. So yeah, basics first. More questions. Um... So first rare breed 1823 wants to know how do you feel the terps compare with dwc versus soil organic soil though so as far as terps i say organic. soil soil organic all the way as far as and that will answer that question 
Now, if you want to talk about trichome production, um, hydro, like in in my opinion, from what I've seen in comparisons in, in hydro and soil, like hydro, you get the most terp or, or trichome production um, from what I've seen. So, there you go. Okay, Firebuds, do you have any plans, future plans for a feminized line? Uh, yes, I have flipped or reversed the Care Bears. I have two Care Bears, uh, females reversed, fully reversed, um, and are producing feminized pollen right now. So the Care Bears will go feminized uh, by the end of this year. Um, and then we'll go from there. I'm not like all my other auto flowers, like I said, I'm going to work them until I'm happy with them. Um, I think the Care Bears are in a place to where I want them. And so I'm, I'm going to feminize. Um, but yeah, it, we'll just keep working our gear from that's everything that came after the Care Bears still needs to be, I think in my opinion, still needs to be worked more, more stabilization. Um, and uh, once I feel it's ready to be feminized and I'll feminize it, but maybe the Mando fruit um, as well. Um, is the, the mando fruit? I want to. If we'll probably feminize that, and we'll be doing like the purple pheno when we do feminize, we'll be isolating that purple uh, flower and feminizing that one. So, so when you feminize, do you isolate a phenotype? No. Well, so. So, okay, so if, if I, I mean, I don't really want to get into breeding here, but like, if I want to, if I want a purple uh, prodigy, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, if so I want, if I want let's to come from, sorry, man, to interrupt you, but instead of coming from a breeding standpoint, let's come from a consumer standpoint. If I'm buying feminized, can I have more expectations for a specific female? Yes, yes. Because, like, if, if I reverse a purple Mando, right? Yeah. Okay, so the chances, and I hit a purple mando with that feminized pollen, the chances of that, those those seeds producing a purple phenotype is going to be way higher than if I take a, a female, uh, a green pheno and reverse it and hit a purple pheno. You know, it's, it's, you see what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, because you've taken the two, the, the parents that are the purple parents right. and, and, and most likely... You're saying it's higher odds of you getting right, and and same it. thing. Like if I'm breeding regs, and I want, and and you know the mando fruit, it, it, it there is some green phenos out there, and then there's that that lilac purple color that's out there, and then there's that that kind of like a strawberry purple look, and then there's that dark dark purple mando fruit, right? Mm -hmm. So you got all those different color variations, and a lot of that can be brought out, you know, by climate. You know, not everybody has the same. Uh, grow conditions and so grow conditions will cause plants to express um different you know the different um characteristics differently right yeah. so um but <coughs> if, if i'm if i'm wanting to produce or isolate that 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 purple color then of course when i hunt if i'm breeding regs i'm gonna hunt a male that's producing very dark purple colors and i'm gonna pollinate a female that's that you know that's throwing that dark purple out in pre-flower you know so it's i mean it's just part of the game yeah very cool man i just uh, from as a consumer myself i didn't know that so that's very interesting um to hear you say that you're gonna feminize the care bears and then following other plants or other other strains because then um, as a hash maker, phenos are make or break you. Mm -hmm. right? So, if yeah, if feminized means that phenos are more often than not presented, um, that that excites me as a hash maker. That's all. Yeah, you can you can isolate different characteristics of the plant, you know. So, and that's that's why when I talk about if you get say a five, say you get a five pack of feminized seeds from some vendor, a bit larger company out there, 
Um, and you see what you saw when we did this class. I had, I had three different phenotypes. I had one that was green. I had, I had a blackberry that was green. I had a blackberry that grew all funky looking. Right. And then I had a blackberry that was decent, you know what I'm saying? And, and was a different color purple, you know? So that what you run into a lot of times with larger companies that are looking to mass produce and, and, um, make, make a lot of money is they flip one female, right? And then they take just any other female and they hit them all. They hit all of them. And that's why you're getting all these different pheno expressions out of one pack. You know what I'm saying? That's why is because when you got breeders like small craft breeders like myself, you know, like, like other breeders out there that take the time and hunt the females with the same structure, the same smell, the same everything to where the females that I'm hitting with pollen look almost exactly identical. You know, your, your chances of having that pheno out of that prodigies, you know, from that cross looking more alike and more, you know, well-structured and, and across the board and, and looking the same versus having so many different, you know, you know, types out there, man. It's just, and that's, that's, I guess that's uh, where money takes over quality a lot of times with, with different breeders, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you have breeders that want to breed great genetics and, um, you know, want to improve the gene pool out there. Um, and then you have breeders that want to just make money and, you'll be able to see it in in what you get you know what i'm saying so yeah do your due diligence and i mean i was gonna say before you said it um it's all in the craft and and craft breeders that you know put in the time there's many or there's many of that you can list right there's at least five oh, yeah. to seven of you that are killing it really hard as craft breeders um, whether it's the money or not that you're making, you're still doing it in, as a craft, as a, as a trade. And, uh, and yeah, it shows in your work. And it just just support local. And, and in this case, local is, is our community. And I think that, <clears throat> I think that, like, I mean, we, we talk a lot about breeding within that. And I think just the lesson to take as a consumer is to do your due diligence when you buy some stuff or buy some seeds and um and try and support craft because um, you're going to find more often than not that the genetics are superior yeah and and don't get me wrong don't i'm not trying to say like all big breeders out there no do that but when you get pack after pack and they're feminized beans and out of 10 beans you get 10 different phenotypes that leads me to believe that every female out there was hit with, with, you know, with feminized pollen and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't brought down to, you know, it wasn't hunted too well for whatever females that did get hit, you know, it was like just anything. And you, and you see that. And uh, I don't know if you saw this before a farm was like, um, he, he's got a bunch of firebugs genetics popping off his, in the room if we're doing a show and tell tonight now that being said before he said that he also said he's got a great example of four breeding practices if you want to run somebody over with a bus so first i want to say no we don't want to do that we don't want to <laughs> flames to anybody um, that's that's that why was, i didn't mention any names i mean i yeah, could mention yeah. names all day long but you know we do our best um, positive that's all yeah oh i say positive you know yeah, it's, no, it's, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you weren't being bad. But I'm saying if we want to, we don't want to throw anybody under the bus. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I'm down to see a bunch of, uh, I'm down to see a bunch of firebuds genetics popping off in Floral Farms room if you are. Yeah, let's check it out. Neither of us have any plants going, so I think that would be really dope. So, Floral, if you want to send an invite, um, I'll try and get you on it. Didn't let me remove from, yeah, it's not letting me. It's just saying like pin comment. 
report block from lines like i'm not gonna block them from the live obviously <laughs> um and then if i go into here and, and press his name yeah it won't let me do anything so um if floral if you want to show us your your firebud genetics just send me a request to hop on uh let's see if there's any questions left no there isn't we've answered all the questions you guys have come really hard with some really good questions i really appreciate that today um, when both of our gardens are empty super dope for you guys to step to the plate and bring yeah. some stuff now uh just waiting for floro to roll in one last time let's do a show for sponsors we've got uh future harvest or sorry start at the top of the list here dynamite code tmb underscore naturals future harvest development trim bag honor cannabis firebuds genetics mimhort which is with two eyes m-i-i-m-h-o-r-t and fgi underscore lighting and gorilla grow tent who hops on board last minute throwing in a, a four by four here we go we got the request boom oh that's from stan johnley <clears throat> how do i join in so you're um you're gonna have to go either what will help man is if you just exit the live and pop back in it should give you the option to request when you um when you pop in again now stan johnley um has sent us an invite we've only got 10 minutes so our plans was to do floral farm but if there is time and Don or stan johnley is just trying to show us his garden uh, and wants to holler in the comments and we have some time at the end we can definitely do that now is there anything you want to add to all the questions or anything to like kind of tie off today's uh q a um no i think we've pretty much gone over everything um yeah that was a good one if you do uh if you do let your plants dry out too much say you forget about them if you do let them dry out too much and they're super crispy um just clip them off clip them off the stem like you normally would um don't don't start trimming on them throw them in a big jar with a piece of lettuce or orange peel if you don't have bovita packs um let them reabsorb that moisture that way you can pull them back out of the, the jar and trim them properly um because if you start trying to to trim on over dry buds like buds that are way too dry you're going to end up with just a bunch of nothing because everything's going to just break off on you while you're trying to trim it so you can rehydrate if you do over dry um like i said with like a piece of lettuce or uh, orange or lemon peel um throw that in a jar with the buds and it will reabsorb uh, moisture and then you can pull them out and then trim them and then throw them back in there Okay, we got that. Wait. Okay, um, Yo, what's good, Heston? What's up? How's it going? Wait, hey, 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 fellas. Nice class. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you doing the class, man. Always, uh, always awesome to hear your words of wisdom. Oh, thanks, man. Oh man, I just uh, I had to request to join in. These uh, the Luna Azul are just, I mean, absolutely beautiful here. Uh, there's a, this is a double bagged. I, I did the, uh, the double bagged and ended up with a couple of bags of males and a couple of bags of females. I can't bring myself to kill either one of those off, so I think I'm going to try to end up training them away from each other i actually was hoping to see if you had uh advice on that uh let them roll or, or so are those both out. females or are both, they both yeah, male? no these are both female I, I i took out the bag with two males and this is a, a single female here doing i mean obviously absolutely beautifully uh but the, yeah, yeah. So the, this is a 10 10 gallon with uh, two females in it up and i yeah. just trimmed I've basically just trimmed the inside out and um, was planning on kind of training them away from each other, but they're about to hit their stride. So I thought maybe cut one, leave one, leave both. I would take both. that taller one and train it outwards, you know, bend it. Yeah. Bend it outwards yeah. like that. Okay. And then as soon as that other one gets tall enough, start pulling it the other direction. 
Okay. Yep. And then okay, just turn that big pot into a huge bush. <laughs> and and these Luna Azul, I mean, I, I I have never seen something tighter stacked nodes. These things are absolutely gorgeous. Sorry every single every are they single all one of them. Luna? Uh well the that that's Luna, Luna, Luna. And these are dumpster punch, and you can see the the leaves are much oh, fatter on these dumpster punch. Same 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 thing, same situation on the dumpster punch. Here I got a uh, a double bag females, and uh, oh but they're just, they were too they were too pretty. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to cut either one of them out. I mean, they are just absolutely gorgeous plants, man. Uh, yeah, the dumpster, dumpster punch, punch is, the dumpster photo punch is photo period. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the dumpster punch a photo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, one yes, minute sir. to go then. All right. Or maybe actually, actually, I could dig one of these out then if they're dumped, if they're focused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can let it, you can let it heal. And, and there's one more, one more, uh, Luna back there. So the majority of the females, I guess, have, have, are, are all Luna Azul in here, but man, they, they are absolutely, I, I just, I can't get over how pretty they are. They've stacked so symmetrical. They're like the the internal spacing is just absolutely beautiful on all the lowers and everything about it is just is just beautiful. They're really great, nice and healthy. Yeah. All right, well, so yeah, so that's kind of a a, a bonus, I guess, or at least now uh, <laughs> the, the, the dumpster punch. I, I think I'll I think I'll actually go ahead. What do you think about digging one of these out of here if it's a photo? Um, like if you got another room to put them in, yeah, that's a ten gallon pot, right? Yes, sir. I would actually, I would actually top them and then scrog it out, and then you just have you you pull you know you, yeah you pull you know well over a pee if you scrog that out. Well, I got a spot. I got the I got the bed oh, over shit. here oh, ready to rock. Uh, if there's those are photo periods, man, that might be their new home over on this side. <laughs> I, I was trying to time yeah, out a few. Yeah, I got a I got a few I got a few photo periods vegging uh inter interdispersed here that i was kind of going to try and time out to veg them out uh to the end of harvest for the autos oh, and uh and then just flip it over when they were they were done so heck so you're looking we'll, good right now we'll, man. we'll try to get these out of a bag and into a into a bed over here and scrub these bad boys <laughs> out oh yeah that that cover crop, dude. oh yeah yeah no this is uh it's it's really starting to come along over here on that side too so it's another another week or so, and we'll be doing some some chopping and hoeing over here. Nice. Yeah, like he said, if you were to take those two and plop them into the center of that and train them to the sides and scrog them out, they would be insane. Oh, are you kidding me? I've seen what I've seen what that slime god is doing with the uh, yeah, with big, the big, big green guys. Oh my exactly. gosh, dude, he is smashing it with that scrog. Yeah, so, that, that so that, that is, is the sick. situation you're looking at. I, I will. I will well, definitely two. have to uh, make that a consideration. I was thinking it would just uh, be another few weeks, and uh, since we're trying to stay on a positive note, I guess we'll stay on a positive note. Oh, uh, I'll maybe not make comments on a couple of these in here that I would like to comment upon. But uh, yeah, suffice yeah. it to say that I've had a breakup recently, and and everything's going much better in my life now. That's awesome, man. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Well, cool, man. We're actually boiling down to the last minutes of this here. So yeah. We're going to say goodbye. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much. Hey. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Always no. a pleasure, fellas. I'll catch you next weekend. All right, All right brother. You have a good one. Let's right, stick cool. around. We're going to do the giveaway. Oh, hey, heck yeah. All right, cool. Okay, word. Cheers. Peace. Peace. All right, guys. So, yeah, that being said, we're going to say goodbye right now and pop back live and Spin the wheel to, uh, for the, for the, uh, yeah, for the weekly giveaway. So I will see you guys in a sec. Cheers, man. Well, that concludes today's class, everyone. To catch these classes live, make sure to hop over to the Instagram and give us a follow at the Autoflower Show. Classes in session every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST for the duration of the crop. It would also mean the world to us if you could subscribe here on Spotify or whatever platform you're finding us on. And until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers.